Thank you so much, Bridge Church. Man, I'm grateful for that partnership. And I hope you felt the presence of the Lord today. You know, it's great to continue a series on faith moves our health. Because I believe God wants you to be healthy. And this month specifically, we're talking about our spiritual health. God wants you to be spiritually healthy. There's a reason for that. Because the enemy is trying to take you out. And he's going to use any ploy possible to get you out. Get you out of the system. And I want you to know God is great. And when you have him as a part of your DNA, I'll guarantee you that you're going to be spiritually healthy. So let's look at our Bible verse for the month. It comes from James chapter 5, verses 15 through 16 in the NIV version. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If they had sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Now listen to this part. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Wow, I love that. That your prayers can be powerful and effective. You know, Pastor Jennifer took off this month and, and started us with some great messages. And if you were in Rome last week and you happen to be a part of this campus, wow, the presence of God at the end of our service was unbelievable. Because that's God. And, and sometimes it's so powerful that you have to even bow down. And, and sometimes it's just so powerful that you're, you're ready to run. That's a powerful God. And, and I believe there's a dynamic in spiritual health that brings power and authority to you. So the way she set this month up was uh, uh, getting you ready for what we're going to deliver this month in this teaching on spiritual health. And that there were two signs. There were warning signals. And there were signs of healthy signals. Man, I, I like the healthy part. I don't like the warning part. But you know what I mean. You're getting all the information. Not just some of the information. And, and, and she pointed out that there are some signs that should be an alarm to you. They should be warning signs that if these things are starting to happen in your life, it should say, warning, warning, warning. And you say, well, pastor, is that really going to happen? Yeah, I believe the Holy Spirit can set off an alarm in your life that if you're getting into danger zones that can lead to hurting you spiritually. God wants you to be healthy. And so I'm so glad her messages were powerful and enlightening. And, and today I want to 
just take off from that. And I want to start with the ending of our Bible verse for the month. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So you may be saying, I'm not doing very well spiritually right now. Or you may be entering this message today and you say, hey, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. But for whichever side you're on today, whichever position you're in, I think this message is going to help you understand how God can work, even though there may be some difficult times or seasons in our life, that God will work on your behalf. So I want to read to you a prophecy. It comes from Ezekiel chapter 37. Verses 1 through 14. Now I know that's a long passage of scripture for me. Because I'm usually very short in the scripture reading. But I felt like you needed to hear the whole prophecy that Ezekiel stated. It, it, it is one of those prophecies that should be one of those times that you say, Wow, if God can do that, there's nothing he can't do. Of course, we all know that. But sometimes we think that in the midst of our difficult season, there's no way we can get out of that. Or in the time that's hurting or demeaning or have almost ripped us apart. I want you to know that there's nothing too hard for God. So I want to read this prophecy to you. The hand of the Lord was on me. And me, brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, sovereign Lord. You alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. Wow. That's just the beginning. Wait to hear the next part of this prophecy. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I'm the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded and I was together bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come breath from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. That's not the ending. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them 
they came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, I love it when God talks directly to us, will know that I'm the Lord. When I've opened your graves and bring you out from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live. And I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. Now that's a powerful prophecy. And maybe you're listening today and that's the first time you've ever heard a prophecy. Well, that prophecy didn't come from me. It came from Ezekiel, a, a prophet from a few thousand years ago that's written in the Bible. That prophecy was a kind of a vision that was given where these dried bones were actually in a valley. And the question was asked, can they come back to life? And God was trying to say, listen, I can bring anything. I'm going to say that again. I can bring anything back to life. Doesn't matter how dead they are. Doesn't matter how dry they are. Doesn't matter what difficulty it is. I can bring them back. And this is the prophecy I want you to state. So it is written. Now, those words, it is written, is a big deal in our church. Because if it's written by the Lord, then it's fact. We can count on it. It will come through for us. The dry bones in today's world, we could say that they are a spiritual dryness. They could be, as Pastor Jennifer said, a, a lukewarmness. Not hot, not cold, you're kind of in the middle. Well, the Bible says if you're in the middle, the lukewarmness, you still ain't going to make it to heaven. Remember, I've stated it many times. Our goal as pastors is to get you equipped to get through the journey to make it to heaven. We don't want you to make it part way. We want you to make it all the way. So someday you and the Lord will be face to face. And that's going to be a glorious day. But there's going to be a journey to that day. So we got to get you ready. So today's message is try to encourage you that no matter how difficult it may get, how dry it may be. And what do you mean by dry? Some people say it's like you say a prayer and it doesn't get above the roof. You know what I'm saying? You said the prayer 10 times and still nothing happened. You're thinking God's not hearing you. You're thinking that the prayers aren't being answered. I want you to know your prayers are being answered. It may not be in the timing you and I like, but the prayers are going to be answered. 
So I felt today, there's a, a new song that I, I kind of really like. It's a unique song and, and it just fit in so perfectly with this message. And very seldom do I do this. Pastor Jen loves using the creative arts in her messages. And, you know, I know you love that part. And, 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 and I'm a little old fashioned. And, and so this was pushing me a little bit. But I felt it was so appropriate for this message. Friend, I want you to listen to a song that they're going to play for you right now from Elevation Music. Dry bones rattling. And then I'll be right back with you to follow up and end this message. Something new You're not gonna 
To me, that's amazing. You can go and listen on YouTube to that song a, a million times. Something about our dry bones rattling. Some about how they're coming back to life. How that we once were dead and now we're alive. I want you to know that, see, when the Spirit of God shows up in your life, in your situation, it becomes your story. It becomes your resurrection. It becomes your glory that God places in your life and in your situation. It's not the end of the story. Some of you have maybe fallen and some of you may feel like you're in the tomb. Some of you may have had a sickness way too long. Some of you may have had a disease. Some of you may have been covered over with sin. Some of you may be covered over with negativity. Some of you may be covered over and you're laying in that valley today and you're saying, wow, I can't get out. I want you to know dry bones are rattling. They're about to come alive. The, the word of the Lord is going to be spoken to you. And the life is going to come back into you. You see, the woman with the issue of blood was made whole. That's what the Bible says. The demoniac in the Bible was made brand new. I'm telling you, that's a miracle. The adulterous woman in the Bible, she was made clean. Don't tell me you can't come back. From the dead. Don't tell me you can't come back from a terrible sin in your definition. The Bible is full of stories of how they came out. The lame man walked just on the word of the Lord. The blind man saw just on the word of the Lord. Lazarus came back to life on the word of the Lord. The word was Lazarus come forth. And he came up out of the grave after being dead for four days. Don't tell me that the word of the Lord cannot bring you back to life. I'm talking about a spiritual deadness today. I'm talking about a position that you're saying, I can't come back out of this. I've been too defeated. Listen, it's even for those of you today say, hey, things are good right now. I'm telling you, it can get better. If you allow the word of the Lord to bring you up a little bit higher, to move you a little bit closer, I want you to know, David has a man killed over a woman in the Bible. You talk about a story. He has a horrific story. Line after line, problem after problem. He had some good things. But every one of these people's stories, they weren't over. There's more to their story. It wasn't like their story ended and it's done. No, 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 no. Peter, one of God's disciples, he was handpicked by God. He was even given a second chance after he denied that he even knew who Jesus was. Saul, one of the wickedest he says it himself, the vilest of all the sinners. You may be listening to this message today and you're thinking, I've done so many bad things. There's no way God could forgive me. I've said it a million times. There's not a sin you've committed that God can't forgive. I'm here to tell you, my friend, it doesn't matter whatever your spiritual condition is right this moment. God can bring you back out of that. 
God can bring you back to the place of closeness and personal relationship with God himself. See, something happens after the miracle. It's power in the miracle, but something happens after the miracle. See, we don't have time to go into each one of these stories and, and I pan them all out for you and tell you what happens after each one. But I want you to know it'd be great information to you go into your Bible this week and, and read some of these stories. But I can tell you there's more to the story. See, David, as I said earlier, has a man killed over a woman. But he goes on to write most of the Psalms in the Bible. And then God says, this is a man after my own heart. Why? Because he was cleansed. He was forgiven. His spiritual dryness came back to life. He once was dead in trespasses and sins. But he was made new in Christ Jesus. I'm telling you, my friend. You can be made new in Christ. The life can be given back to that. Peter was given a second chance, I said earlier. But he goes on to establish, you talk about more to the story. He goes on to establish the church. He was one of the leaders of the church as we know it today. Wow. That is amazing. Saul, I told you. His own definition, vilest of all sinners. He gets a name changed. His name becomes Paul. And he writes a lot of the New Testament. God entrusted him so much that he once was a, was a terrible person. His job was putting Christians in prison and having them killed. That's what he did. But God doesn't look at where you are at this moment. He looks about where you're about to go. And he sees the possibility that you can be made new. That spiritual dry bones can come back to life. Because sovereign God is about to breathe into them. And when God breathes into them, newness happens. You think you were dead. But all of a sudden God brings you back to life. God makes everything new. That's why I love our theme of this month. Faith moves our spiritual health. Now in our conclusion of this message today, I want you to know that, you know, everybody's got a story. You may look at your story and match it up with one that I've given you as an illustration today. But I want you to know that God knows your story. He doesn't look at your situation and say, oh, no, they're too far gone. I've given them too many chances. They've been in the church so long and now look what they're doing. God says, no, 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 no. I'm the God of second chances. I'm the God of third chances. I'm the God of, like in my case, about a million chances. You say, how can you be a pastor and say, I had a million chances? Listen, God loves you. And as my grandson says, and has a plan for your life. Listen, 
God loves you and he's ready to breathe new life back into you. And maybe because of your spiritual condition today, you're saying that you're going to put the blame on COVID-19 has caused you to be stagnant because you can't get out, you can't get to church. I got that. There are countries that are listening to this message today, you're not allowed to go to church. I got that. There are some countries that you can't go to church, but a few people, and, and, and it's not like you'd like it to be. Well, I can tell you in our campus where this is being uh, filled today, I can tell you it's not the same. We usually have wall-to-wall -wall people and altars that could stay filled for a long time, but we can't even have our altars because we're adhering to the rules, but God doesn't stop with that. He says, I can still breathe. And you were in Rome last week. My goodness, God showed up on the way back, back part of the building, all the way to the front. People were being filled with presence of God and His glory. God's no respecter of places. So maybe you have become lukewarm because of what's happened in our world. Look, friend, it's not too late. Let your spiritual condition today be improved. Come back. Come back to life. Let the sovereign Lord breathe new life into you today. Let that rattling start happening. Let that newness start happening. And I can guarantee you, the next chapter of your life is going to be amazing. Because if you let that life come back to you, spiritual life, it's spiritual health. And I'll guarantee you, when you look at that next chapter, it's going to be better than the previous chapters. And let me tell you, friends, some of you may be in the position today, you say, Pastor, listen, I've tried. As your pastor, or maybe you're listening to me for the very first time, I want you to know, I want you to try again. Let God, through our prayer that we're about to offer, Breathe new life into you. Maybe you're that person that, man, you're you're all messed up with sin. Sin has got a hold of your life. And you're doing things that you know you should not be doing. God's about to take that sin out of your life. The Bible says if we confess our sins, it was in our scripture, God will forgive your sins. Confess. Just say to God, God, I'm sorry. We're going to say that prayer in just a moment. And then we're going to say a second prayer for those of you that say, hey man, I, I love God, but right now it seems like I'm in that valley that you've been talking about. I'm one of those dead bones. Well, new life's about to come. And the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is going to come new in your life. So will you say this first prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, just say it across our world right now, wherever you're listening to this, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Change me, O oh Lord. Take away all my sins. Let me have a brand new start. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I'm going to live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, 
I'm going to stop doing because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Maybe you're that person who say, Pastor, I, I love God, but things aren't going good right now. I want you to know God's about to breathe new life into those spiritual bones that you have. All you got to do is believe. Let me say this prayer. Just listen to this prayer from this pastor that loves you and know that God really does have a plan for your life. Lord Jesus, today I speak to the nations. I speak to every individual, young or old or in between. I pray, God, that in the name of Jesus, they will be made new. That those spiritually dry bones will come back to life. The rattling will start happening. Even as we're saying this prayer, they're going to feel a newness of power and unction of the Holy Spirit begin to ascend in their spot where they're listening. God, breathe new life into them, I pray, this day. And God, I pray that that next chapter of their life is going to be amazing. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Listen, friend, if you said either one of those prayers, I want you to know that's not the end of the story. We'd love to connect with you. There's going to be some information there for you to look at and, and know how to reach us. Send us a note. I've got people that want to pray with you. You can go right now if you're on the Facebook uh, site now. You can go and pray with one of our prayer workers. Others of you can just send us a note. And there'll be people that will contact you. I want you to know that's not the end of your story. Here's a church. Our base is in Rome, Italy. <laughs> but we reach all over the world. And I want you to know we love you. And we want to continue to pray with you. And there's some things there to help you. There's some tools that you will need now. Don't just try to do this by yourself. We're here to help you. And we're here to continue to pray and lead you to heaven. Thank you for listening to us today. For our worldwide church that watches us every week, thank you for your, your kindness and your prayers. This was my birthday week, and man, I never thought in my whole life I'd be 63 years of age. Now, you're supposed to say, you don't look like that, Pastor. That, those words are supposed to be typed in there right now. Thank you for that. Thank you for the gifts and the cards. Thank you for your kindness. That was so generous of many of you. And I want you to know that my best days are still in front of you. God's got a plan, and he's going to work it all out. Thank you for your faithful giving. That It's just building the kingdom. Thank you for your faithful prayers. Because prayer moves God's hands. And I want to bless you this day before we take off. Lord, thanks again for every one of these friends. Thank you for taking care of them. For those that made new decisions to follow you today, or maybe the first time they've ever prayed the prayer. Thank you, Lord, for them. Lord, thank you that we can come back to life and that you forgive our past and we get to start all over again. Thank you, Lord. God, I pray that you'll bless every single individual today. Meet all of their needs. Thank you for providing and blessing. God, I pray blessings upon each friend today. 
In the name of the Father, name of the Son, and name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I love you, church. See you next week. Be blessed. <laughs>